And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust and to dust you shall return. God told sinful Adam that he has lost the paradise, excuse me, the life of paradise, and that his seed will bruise the serpent's head. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Praise God for both his justice and his mercy. Confess our sin in, in believing the lies of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Thank you for sending your son so that one day Satan will be crushed and sin destroyed. Oh, Father, we ask that you intercede on, on our behalf of those who we know who are believing the lies of the devil. Please open their eyes, open their ears, open their hearts as you have opened ours due to your mercy upon us. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the wor world shall be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinus, the governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for him in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. 
And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby laying in a manger. We'll now take the time to read Despised and Rejected by Christina Rossetti. But first, let's, let's read a little bit of background on the poem and, and the, the writer of the poem. This poem by beloved British Victorian poet Christina Rossetti recollects Mary and Joseph seeking lodging, but there was no room at the end. In this turn of imagery, so now he's moving to a, a, a picture that is um, not uh, what we'll find in the Bible, but it's designed to challenge us because this is what happens to, to, this is what it can look like when men and women turn away from God's calling or, or Christ's calling on their hearts. So it says, in this turn of imagery, Christ with his bleeding feet, bruised, referencing the bruised heel, seeks lodging knocking on the door of the sinner's home. But the sinner shuts him out, dwelling in darkness as a dead man. Even young children are captivated by the imagery of the man standing outside in the cold, bleeding, pleading for entrance to the warm house. They want the man inside to realize who is at the door. This is the, from the children's perspective that I've listened to this before. The children are able to say, why don't they realize who this man is? Why don't they let this man in? In this season of Advent, amid the twinkle and glitter all around, this poem reminds us that as we remember Christ's first coming, we still wait for the light of the world to return a second time and release us from this world of sin. He will come again in glory, and all creation groans until that day. Yet he earnestly pleads and seeks fellowship with us sinners, even now, and claims us as his own. So Glenda, if you will lead us in this uh, poem. Despised and rejected by Christina Rossetti. My son, my son has set. I dwell in darkness as a dead man out of sight, and none remains, not one, that I should tell to him mine evil plight this bitter night. I will make fast my door that hollow friends may trouble me no more. Friend, open to me. Who is this that calls? Nay, I am deaf as are my walls. Cease crying, for I will not hear. The cry of hope or fear. Others were dear, others forsook me. What art thou indeed that I should heed thy lamentable need? Hungry should feed, or stranger lodge thee here? Friend, my feet bleed. Open thy door to me and comfort me. I will not open, trouble me no more. Go on thy way, footsore. I will not rise and open unto thee. Then is it nothing to me? Open, see who stands to plead with thee. Open, lest I should pass by thee, and thou one day entreat my face and howl for grace, and I be deaf as thou art now. Open to me. Then I cried out upon him, Cease, leave me in peace. Fear not that I should crave aught thou mayst have. 
leave me in peace. Ye trouble me no more, lest I arise and chase thee from my door. What, shall I not be let alone, that thou dost vex me yet? But all night long that voice spake urgently, open to me, still harping in my ears, rise, let me in, pleading with tears, open to me that I may come to thee. While the dew dropped, while the dark hours were cold, my feet bleed, see my face, see my hands bleed that bring thee grace. My heart doth bleed for thee, open to me. So till the, till the break of day, then died away that voice in silence as of sorrow. Then footsteps echoing like a sigh passed me by, lingering footsteps slow to pass. On the morrow I saw upon the grass each footprint marked in blood, and on my door thy mark of blood forevermore. As we reflect on the, the somber nature of this poem, we now have the, the benefit, the blessing, the hope, the reality of the Gloria in Excelsis Deo. Sean will lead us in this. I know this is a shortened version of our Sunday School, but after this, it's designed to be reflective. Um, so you are, when Sean finishes, you're free to, to mingle and, and do what we do as family before the church service uh, begins. <laughs> 